0: You truly can rewrite your future with these powerful prevention techniques. Going from feeling hopeless in your health to feeling confident. To bring information and unleash the potential of our listeners to ask the right questions. It's my responsibility to take control of my own health. Welcome to the Ask Why Medicine podcast. Welcome everyone to Ask Why Medicine. Thank you for joining me today I'm Dr. Gina Pritchard, and today I'm going to talk about why did I have a heart attack? Okay, I didn't have a heart attack, but for those of you listening and you're still wondering why did I have a heart attack, I want to try to answer that question for you. In fact, today I want to talk about heart attack, stroke, diabetes, And dementia, including Alzheimer's. These are the top killers in our world today, certainly in the United States. They shorten our lives by an average of somewhere between 10 and 16 years of life. And if they don't take 10 or 16 years off of your life, then those last 10 or 16 years can be quite miserable. And so we know in the world of functional medicine, integrative medicine, root cause resolution medicine, That we can predict if someone's headed for a heart attack, stroke, diabetes, or dementia. And if you have had a heart attack, stroke, diabetes, or experiencing dementia, we can still look at those root causes, help unravel those things, and effectively treat those root causes and reverse and stabilize the disease process. So as we've said before in this Ask Why Medicine podcast, it's never too early and it's never too late to ask why. So for those of you listening, as I said, who have either had an experience with one of these devastating diseases, or if you had a bad test result recently and you're wondering, am I headed for one of these, uh, car- we call them events, cardiovascular events, cerebral vascular event, if it occurs in the brain, or if you're wondering, Uh, if you're starting to um, have some cognitive decline, meaning uh, we all get concerned sometimes, oh, I'm losing my keys more often. I just can't ever find my keys. Is that normal or is it just age? Or maybe it's even the fact that you're thinking, I can't do math like I used to. And that's part of your job. And you're wondering if you can keep up on the job. And maybe um, you've had a a doctor even say, I'm concerned about you for X, Y, and Z. So whether you've had an event, as we say, or you've had some of these concerns, this this podcast is for you because I want to help you understand why you had the heart attack, stroke, dementia, diabetes, or why you could be headed there. And I'm going to start by talking about dementia and and you'll see why I'm starting with dementia. If any of you follow Dr. Dale Bredesen and the other thought leaders in the world of uh, reversing Alzheimer's and uh, preventing dementia, you'll know that the categories of dementia are broken down into five subtypes. And these five subtypes tell us everything we need to know about the big categories of root causes for not only dementia, but for heart attack, stroke, and diabetes. So the first category is divided into A and B. And we've talked about A before. So 1A is inflammation, of course. Inflammation is the driver of all disease and certainly of these top killers that we're talking about today. So we have to identify and treat any inflammation. 1B is glucotoxicity, meaning... Does this person have diabetes? Does this person have insulin resistance? Are they pre-diabetic? And of course, we've talked about that on previous podcasts as well, but I would just like to say that insulin resistant is absolutely epidemic in this country, and yet so many people are not even diagnosed are walking around under unaware that they're pre-diabetic and are headed for diabetes, but it can be diagnosed. So 1A is inflammation, 1B is glucotoxicity. Number two is what's called atrophic, meaning your brain, your heart, your kidneys, your lungs, all of your organs are not getting the nutrients they need. Is it vitamin D that you're low in? Is it vitamin B12? Are you getting enough Fiber, are you getting enough minerals? So we can test for these things to know if you're getting the nutrients to your brain, especially, but to all your organs that your body needs. And of course, in that same category includes, um, adequate oxygenation. So you've heard us talk about sleep apnea, or even if you don't have sleep apnea, just sleep disordered breathing, or perhaps you're a mouth breather and aren't breathing really effectively in and out through the nose. These things can lead to a a minimal amount of oxygen getting to the brain, an inadequate gas exchange, we call it, low nitric oxide levels, So these are the kind of things that can occur in this category, this category two called atrophic. You're not getting vital things to your organs, particularly the brain. Guess what the third category is? It's the vascular category. So we've known for years, those of you who follow uh, Drs. Bradley Bale and Amy Doneen know that for 20 years, they've been teaching us that if we don't focus on the health of our vascular system, particularly the health of the arteries that are capable and necessary to carry the oxygen and the nutrients to these vital organs, if we don't keep our arteries healthy, then a heart attack, a stroke, maybe a stent or bypass surgery could certainly be in our future. But nothing could be more true than uh the fact of vascular health being at least involved in forty to fifty percent of cases of patients with uh with dementia, so early on in your life, anywhere from middle school teenage years, early twenties thirties, certainly by your forties, if you have let's say insulin resistance for example, our one b category. Then that high levels of glucose and those drops in glucose, these peaks and valleys, if you will, in insulin and glucose as your body is trying to regulate things, that all of that is damaging the arterial system. We can look at your arterial system and see if that is going, if that's going on or not. We can test your blood to see if this is going on or not. So I use insulin resistance as an example of these root causes that. Are occurring for 20 or 30 years that can lead to dementia, and they could be occurring silently if you don't test for them. So any insulin resistance and many of these root causes can damage the vascular system. So you need to we we need to know about your arterial health. So that's category three. And then category four is the toxicity or toxic category. So kind of like the opposite of category two, where you're brain and your vital organs are not getting enough nutrients. Now in category four, your brain and all of your vital organs are getting toxic substances that all of your cells have to try to deal with, get to the liver and, and get it excreted. Or, you know, you can excrete toxins in a variety of ways through the sweat glands and through the urine, et cetera. But either way, we hear all of the, the latest, greatest detox recommendations and all of that. Uh, but there is a way to understand, do you need to detox? How well are you detoxing? And do you have an overload of not only heavy metals? Generally, when we think about toxicities, most of us think about heavy metals, lead, mercury, cadmium, aluminum, those kind of things. Yeah, that that's the problem. You definitely need to be treated for that. But we also need to include in this toxic category things like Uh, plastics, things like food additives, things like food preservatives, the things that we slather on our bodies, the air that we're breathing, and the toxicities in the air pollution, and then also uh, some biologic type toxicities such as viruses, Epstein-Barr, Lyme's disease, mold perhaps that's in our environment. So all of these things fall in that category of toxicity that can be damaging certainly to the brain and other parts of our body, can be tested for and can be treated. And then the last category is history of traumatic brain injury. And this markedly increases your risk for dementia later in life or maybe even early in life, depending on when the brain injury occurred and how many times it occurred and the extent of the damage. But that too, many times can be markedly improved, sometimes completely reversed, but many times markedly improved. Uh, regardless of, of where you are. But the earlier it's identified and, and the root causes are identified, any other root causes are identified uh, to help your brain heal and nourish the brain, then the less likely you are to have problems with dementia later in life. It's um, incredibly sad. Um, I can just speak to retired NFL players, as I've had a few of those as patients. And um It's really sad that they don't get treatment. I think they are now. Times are changing. So that's exciting. Uh, We are much more aware of this whole concussion topic, but um, they played in a time when it was underappreciated. And so now here they are when I'm seeing them in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and truly having trouble uh, finding their way home, having trouble remembering uh, where their house is, having trouble remembering Uh, what they have to do that day, what's on their schedule, things like that. So the earlier we can identify that, the, uh, the more headway we can make, the more progress we can make. So those are the categories. And I start with that because it's so important That you get some testing early. You know, I practiced in the hospital for over 25 years, first starting out as a registered nurse, then went back for my master's degree to get my uh, nurse practitioner certification, and then I went back for my doctorate degree. And in the doctorate program, I just uh, picked my uh, category, my area of focus for my project to be on uh, these, some of these tests, when we can look at particularly the arteries, as I mentioned earlier, to see if the arteries are healthy. And I wanted to know, why isn't this performed in every clinic across America? For Pete's sake, why can't you get your uh, arteries looked at like you get your mammogram every year? You know, why aren't we offering it just where it's more readily available and more widely asked for? And so I did a survey of other uh, healthcare providers of all types and asked that question. Do you, are you aware that you can understand where someone stands with their arterial health at any age by looking carefully at the artery wall? We don't have to wait until your arteries are 80% blocked. We can understand today what your artery looks like and make sure that it never looks any worse and if we identify your root causes, improve the health of your arterial system. It, we truly live in an age where we have the science and the techniques available to reverse and stabilize atherosclerosis or vascular disease. So anyway, uh, I surveyed other healthcare providers and found that 60% of them were simply unaware that these tests were available and that these tests were really helpful in clinical practice. So, you know, when when research... Uh, really comes out, it can take twenty years before it's really widely accepted. Sometimes it can take longer. So that's one reason I'm thrilled that we're doing this Ask Why podcast so we can get the word out about the powerful nature of some of these prevention tests that you do want to ask for and that you want to have performed. And if your current physician or nurse practitioner or whomever you're seeing for your care isn't aware, don't be surprised and and you know, you can be mad or upset if you want to, but just keep asking why, keep finding another provider, keep looking, Googling or whatever you have to do to find a place to get the tests that you are learning about on this podcast that you know that you need. So anyway, when I practiced in the hospital, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. So I would high five the family and, you know, thrilled with the patient, cheer with the patient, hug the patient as we wheeled them out to the to the car when our science and our techniques and our teamwork worked in the hospital. Someone can truly come in these days knocking on death's door in the throes of a heart attack, we say, and we can identify that, give them a clot buster, take them to the operating room called the cath lab where we perform these stent procedures, put in a stent and save their life. It truly is miraculous. Unfortunately, that's about all you hear about on the news is that aspect of treating cardiovascular disease. What I like to celebrate just as much, if not more, is the fact that we can keep that from ever happening to you. Or if it has happened to you, now's the time to, I say, run, don't walk. (laughs) to a prevention office where you can get this type of testing done so we can stabilize your disease and it never happens to you again. Because obviously the worst of times was not only when we were crying with the family because the procedure didn't work or we didn't get there in time or whatever the problem was that our miraculous technology didn't work and the patient passed away. But equally as devastating when the patient did live to never be the same, such as in the case of a stroke where there's disability afterwards or they have to learn to walk again if they can or uh, they can't speak, etc. So these diseases are so scary and so awful that um, I can't help but just try to continue to uh, speak about it every time I get the chance because we that same sex science that same technology those same tools equally as powerful you just don't hear about it because it's happening happening kind of quietly in in doctors offices and in clinics and in prevention focused practices and you know the historical perspective has been that these type of practices were for you know okay weight loss and oh maybe improve your athletic performance and that kind of thing but Just want to encourage everyone to seek out a practice that performs these type of powerful blood tests, urine tests, saliva tests, um, ultrasound testing, some CT testing, sometimes MRI testing. All of these technologies have a place in your life in determining what you look like on the inside right now and what your root causes are in these five categories that can lead to uh, heart attack, stroke, diabetes, or dementia. But also, as you know, from listening to this podcast, you need someone in the prevention office uh, that is collaborating with the dental colleagues, because I practiced prevention for far too long before I realized that people, like sometimes people just weren't getting as completely healed as I wanted them to. Their arteries didn't look as great as I thought I could get them or their diabetes numbers didn't get where I wanted them to be. There was something missing. And of course, I now know it was the fact that I wasn't collaborating closely enough with my dental colleagues because periodontal disease, sleep apnea, as I talked about earlier, even if there's not full-blown sleep apnea, just an airway obstruction or an alteration in the anatomy of the mouth, um, bacteria that are present that you may be totally unaware of, totally asymptomatic, that can be identified and treated in the dental office. This is sometimes, I would say not even sometimes, but many times the game changer in terms of you continuing to live that dream life that you want to live uh, uninterrupted by heart attack, stroke, diabetes, and dementia. So Anyway, that's what I wanted to share today is that I want you to seek out a a doctor, a nurse practitioner, a practice that will say we're functional medicine. If they don't use the word functional medicine, we're integrative medicine, we're medical wellness, meaning we look at root causes, we look at contributors, we look at drivers of disease as early as we can to make sure that they never manifest as a problem in your future. That's what you want to ask for when you're calling and looking for one of these type of practices. Do you do root cause resolution? Do you look at root causes? Or are you, you know, just uh, uh, kind of maybe give us some nutrition advice and and really don't do anything different in the world of testing? I say that's really where one of the main differences is, is powerful prevention, early testing powerful prevention testing, even if you've had an event. We've learned that today, that it's still not too late to turn the process around. And then dental medical collaboration. You have to have those three things um, to truly live the life of your dreams uninterrupted. So thank you for listening today. I appreciate it so much. I want you to be sure and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app or on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And then follow us on social media as well. You can find us at Ask Why Medicine on Facebook and Instagram. And until then, until our next episode, remember to keep asking why.